Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with a little bit of self-development and a bit of spirituality thrown in there as well. I am your host, Tara Pratt, and today we're going to make it different again. You know I like to spice it up. You know I like the variety because... ADHD. So we're going to do a mini micro episode. You might notice that I am talking super fast because I love to waffle, but I've been reading online a lot of people like the shorter, snappier episodes. Don't worry if you like the longer ones. I'm still going to do them too. This is just something I'm trying and maybe I'll add them in. So instead of doing one podcast a week, I'll do two or maybe I'll just surprise you and some will be long and some will be short. But today's is going to be a mini and we're going to get straight to the point because that is the whole point of these things. And what better content to include in a mini-sode like this than something that is back to basics. Let's get right down to the bare bones of things and explain something like symptoms. Today our topic is going to be ADHD symptoms. What are they specifically? How do you know if you've got them? And I'm not going to go too far into stories about myself because that's going to take too much time, but I will try and give examples to make them more real for you. My experience as a person who is diagnosed with ADHD in the UK is that across the board, they use the ASRS form. You might have heard of this before, you might not. Basically, it's a form that you self-report your ADHD symptoms. It's then scored by a professional and they determine, if you're pre-diagnosed, they determine whether you are likely to have ADHD or not, and then you can go for the assessment if they think that it's likely that you may. If you don't score high enough on that test, they'll probably look into something else, but then you don't leave the ASRS there. Basically, once you are diagnosed, if you are, and you choose ADHD medication or any type of treatment, they will also measure your progress by using this form. So these are the official symptoms that they are measuring, that they acknowledge is ADHD. It's in the DSM-5. It's my personal opinion that there are actually a lot more symptoms than are included on this form. And actually, I've been listening to a course from a professional that is a researcher for Oxford University in ADHD. And she said herself that the research is not up to date with where we are in reality. And we all know that from online. If you go on TikTok and stuff, we all give our stories and they're a lot broader than what this form provides. But for the sake of today, I'm going to go into the technical symptoms that they will acknowledge on the NHS and in the DSM-5. On this form, the ASRS, which stands for Adult ADHD Self-Report Scale, all of the symptoms are phrased as questions. So the first question is, how often do you have trouble wrapping up the final details of a project once the challenging parts have been done? So obviously this is referring to the symptom of finishing jobs. So I have always been called half a job Wells. That was my maiden name. Um, Everyone just used to call me half a job. My husband, definitely half a job. I start lots of projects and I never finish them. So that would be the first symptom. The second symptom is how often do you have difficulty getting things in order when you have to do a task that requires organization? And this question is referring to executive functioning problems and that's prioritizing tasks. The third one they talk about is how often do you have problems remembering appointments or obligations? That one is pretty straightforward. It relates to memory issues. For just to be completely transparent, I have got my annual review with 
um, my assessment doctor today and I completely forgot that I had it until I've just got a reminder on my phone right now. So that is an ADHD symptom, bad memory or poor working memory, should I say. Four, when you have a task that requires a lot of thought, how often do you avoid or delay getting started? Now, I definitely avoid this. I don't know exactly what symptom that is referring to that question, but it is a requirement that you answer that for this form. My guess, again, is that it refers to executive functioning problems because that is one of the major issues of ADHD. It causes a lot of problems. Number five, how often do you fidget or squirm with your hands or feet when you have to sit down for a long time? This is obviously referring to hyperactivity. I don't have the hyperactive type. I have inattentive. So I pretty much answered that rarely or never. Although I have noticed since my assessment, I do actually fidget more than I thought. I just didn't notice it before, but I still don't think I have hyperactive. But that's one of the questions. And you don't have to get all of these right. I just want to make that note. You don't have to tick the highest thing on each. If you're just really honest, there's a certain percentage and they score each one. And it's if you're over a certain score, then you are likely to have ADHD. So don't panic about having to be all of these because I wasn't. Number six, how often do you feel overly active and compelled to do things like you were driven by a motor? Again, that is a hyperactivity thing. It's not one that I ticked. But since it's been explained to me better, because I think these questions are written so in such a confusing way, they're not definitive at all. They're really vague. I have realized that I don't really ever stop, even though I sit down a lot and I'm overwhelmed and have ADHD paralysis a lot. I'm always driven. I'm always ambitious. I'm usually shouting at myself in my head to go and do something. Number seven, how often do you make careless mistakes when you have to work on a boring or difficult project? And that is obviously referring to poor focus. So that's the symptom it's referring to, like when you get easily distracted. Number eight, how often do you have difficulty keeping your attention when you are doing boring or repetitive work? Again, that speaks to focus. Number nine, how often do you have difficulty concentrating on what people say to you, even when they are speaking to you directly? And that is, I find that quite hard. My mind takes over, I drift off before I even know it. So again, that's about attention deficit. 10, how often do you misplace or have difficulty finding things at home or at work? And that is referring to poor memory and also focus so both I would say because you can't remember where you left it but also sometimes it's just being absent-minded you're not thinking as you're putting that thing down 11 how often are you distracted by activity or noise around you again referring to distraction 12 how often do you leave your seat in meetings or other situations in which you are expected to remain seated I would put this down to the hyperactivity side of ADHD I can do this quite well but also, I was a heavy masker before my diagnosis and I don't really have to remain seated in many places now. So who knows? 13. How often do you feel restless or fidgety? Again, referring to the hyperactivity. 14. How often do you have difficulty unwinding and relaxing when you have time to yourself? I, When I was initially assessed, I marked this completely different because I didn't understand that scrolling through my phone or playing games on my phone was actually not relaxing. So relaxing is actually relaxing, like reading a book or just lying down and thinking or having a little snooze, just relaxing, not trying to fill your brain with things all the time. Um, number 15, 
How often do you find yourself talking too much when you're in a social situation? Again, I would say this is, well, it's oversharing, isn't it? So I would say it's like related to RSD, wanting to be understood. RSD is rejection sensitive dysphoria, which actually isn't mentioned in this form, which I think is absolutely crazy. Number 16, when you're in a conversation, how often do you find yourself finishing the sentences of people you are talking to before they can finish them themselves? I would relate that to poor work in memory because you want to say it before you forget it. Also, hyperactivity because you can't wait to say it. Also, focus because you're not fully focused on what they're saying sometimes, maybe. 17, how often do you have difficulty waiting your turn in situations when turn taking is required? I think probably this is like impatience, boredom, impulse control. How and probably when you're finishing people's sentences, that's impulse control too. And number 18, how often do you interrupt others? when they are busy. Again, um, that is impulse control and hyperactivity. So you can see throughout that form, the four places, is it four, that they are concentrating on? Let's see, let's count. So we had focus, impulsivity, hyperactivity, poor work in memory, and executive functioning. So actually there's five. So those are the five main symptoms that they concentrate on when diagnosing you in the UK. And I hope that if you have read that form and not quite understood what they're asking, that this has helped you just make it more real for you in your mind and apply it to your own life so you can understand whether you tick those boxes or not. And all of the answers, there's no yes or no. It's like really, sometimes, never, always, very often. That's the options. So as I say, that's coming up to the 10 minute mark and I hope this has been good for you. I hope it's been helpful. Please do follow me on Instagram. That's where I am all of the time. And if you want any requests on subjects for these mini episodes, that's the place to ask me. It's at ADHD Fest. You can also tap down below for some of my free resources. We've, If you're looking to get diagnosed in the UK, there's a free bundle there to help you walk through the fastest way to do that right now, which is the right to choose. Other than that, you can also follow me on Patreon. You can sign up for the Body Doubling Club, which you can find at the top of your Apple podcast. You can subscribe there. It's $5.99 a month, or you can find it on Patreon as well, ADHD Fest. Um, and I'm not sure where else, but the link down below will take you to my website and it's got everywhere. You can sign up to that there if you don't follow on Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget, we've got the Burnout Bible. The link for that is also down below. I'll explain that to you another time because I want to keep this episode really short. But hope you've had a fabulous week and I'll see you all soon. Bye.